All right, I'm all your guys. (laughs) Thank you. All right, right, we're going to go. Zach, take it away. (laughs) Oh, wait, actually, I'm Elliot, by the way. You don't know me. I'm Elliot. What's up, Elliot? How you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? (laughs) I'm all right. I'm all right. (laughs) There we go. All right. Uh, We're back here on the Rally Pod um, with a very special guest listed at five foot nine and three quarters. He's a bullpen catcher. He's a Chicago Marathon finisher, and he's the king of Chicago. White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports, Barstool Chicago. Dave, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, beautiful weather outside in Chicago. Um, haven't really seen much of it because I've been inside all day, but it looks sunny out. I'm doing great, though. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing good. Yeah. Here we go. We're, other than the, the Reds just other, yeah. being pretty pretty mediocre and just kind of being half foot in, half foot out, you know. You know. But other than that, we're, we're okay, I guess. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to start real quick from the beginning because obviously I'm a fan of Barstool Chicago. We'll be with our, yeah. but I've never heard the story. You grew up in Chicago, I assume. So how did you grow up being a White Sox fan besides being a Cubs fan? Um, so my dad, it's I'll give the like half version of the story to make it quicker. Yeah. Um, my mom's from New Jersey, uh, Tom's River, where Todd Frazier went. You guys know Todd Frazier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Junior Red fans, and um, his. His dad was my mom's gym teacher in high school. So they went to the same high school, years apart, obviously. Then her cousins moved out to Chicago and uh, moved to the same town my dad grew up in. My dad, until he was like 12 years old, grew up just a few blocks from Sox Park, though, on the south side. There we go. And then moved out to the suburbs where I grew up. So, I like, my mom's a Mets fan, like, kind of. Not really a sports fan. My dad's yeah. like a diehard, crazy person, White Sox fan. So obviously you kind of take part after your dad for the most part, and that's what I did. And I, I hate the Cubs. He hates the Cubs. <laughs> Cubs. That's just how it goes here. You, it, like if you're a true, true diet, like diehard baseball fan, you pick one or the other. You don't pick right. like you're not a Chicago fan. Right. So I hate the Cubs. I love the White Sox, and that's pretty much how it went. Is, is that? Did it make the World Series back in 2005? Did it make it that much better? Oh yeah, it was it was amazing because like I mean they admittedly the White Sox are the second team in the town and like it, like Sox Park's great but there's not much around it like Wrigley's got Wrigleyville it's got yeah you know it's got all the bars and restaurants and it's 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 a fun time so I, naturally like you're gonna gravitate towards that unless you grew up right by where the White Sox play on the south side I should say and. Um, so everybody was rooting for the Cubs to break, break their 100-year curse, but the Sox broke it before them. So it was a great bragging rights thing until 2016. There we go. So, Dave, I want to kind of get into to this, year's, this year's White Sox team. Obviously a, a hot start. Um, and one of the big reasons has been the, the rotation. It's been dominant. Um, what do you see – how do you want to see Michael Kopech use? Because I know he's been – Kind of in and out of the rotation. He's been in high leverage games. He pitched against the Reds, I remember, uh, a couple weeks ago in kind of like a late inning high leverage reliever role, but he's also been a starter. And you've mentioned he's got, you think he's got like a, hundred, a couple hundred million dollar arm. So this year, do you want to kind of see him like as a late innings guy, or would you like to see him just like kind of like go for the rotation? Let's just have the nastiest rotation possible. Yeah. Um, I think right now, and like White Sox fans were, were, we're starving for success right now. 
And the rebuild was painful because they had to trade Chris Sale and, and Quintana and, and Eaton and a bunch of other guys when they were at their peaks of in their primes of their career. So we're we're we want success, and when we don't get instant results, a lot of times you'll see us freaking out because we know how quick a window shuts, as referenced by the Cubs. Like that was open and closed in five years. Yeah. And they're going to be getting ready to sell. And we don't want to take any game for granted. So if they have a bad game, we're going to have like, we're going to be in meltdown mode because we know every game matters. But with Kopech, I think that the vast majority of the fans really, really like how they're handling him right now because he hasn't pitched since 2018 in an actual game situation. So the rotation's been so good so far. Just keep, you know, spot started on double headers. Um, like keep him in those high high leverage late inning roles where you give him two three innings and he goes and completely shuts the door like that's that when he came in against the Reds like two weeks back or whatever ten days ago or so like that was by far and away the worst he's looked all year and yeah. he was still like he still got out of it right. I mean he didn't get the loss in that extra inning game but he's a he's a freak I think that they're probably going to cap him around 130 140 innings prior to the playoffs. And once the playoffs come, like, I think it's just you're taking the leash off. And I think that's the perfect way to handle him because they don't really need him in the rotation right now because Radon, Cease, and Lynn have been so good. Giolito is going to come back. He's going to be the normal Giolito we know. And then you got Lance Lynn who can, you know, give you five, six, seven quality innings every fifth day. So I think what they're doing right now with him is the perfect way to handle it. But eventually, like, come next year, he will be in the rotation, and I think he could be, like, a Garrett Cole-level type pitcher. He's that good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So one thing that's kind of been, I feel like, a, a point of contention for for White Sox fans, yourself included, and it was kind of like a, even, like, from a baseball fan perspective, a bewildering hire, I'd say, was Tony La Russa. And I know you've made it known you, you're not the biggest Tony La Russa fan. Do you... How worried are you? Like, I know a manager in baseball is a little bit different, but are you worried at all? Like, he could kind of screw this up, or are you kind of like, eh? The players at the end of the day, in baseball, players are kind of kind of win championships. Yeah. So, I didn't hate the hire like a lot of people did. I didn't really like it because I wanted Hinch because he's the new age guy, he's the math guy, he's the pull the strings correctly guy. He's been in baseball recently. But Tony Russo, like, he's got three championships. He, like, people are like, oh, there's no way he's going to know how to, uh, like, manage someone like a Tim Anderson-type personality because he's so exuberant and he, and he wears his emotions on his sleeves. It's like, how do you say that when this guy managed Ricky Henderson and Mark McGuire and yeah. Jose Canseco and didn't just manage them, manage them to World Series titles, you know? Like, it, this guy knows how to he, – he's, he's a master communicator. Now – on the field this year, he's done some dumb things, and to his defense, he's worn it. Like, he'll go in the post-game interview and he'll be like, yeah, that was dumb of me. And, like, the first time I appreciated it, the second and third time I was like, you gotta, you can't just come admit your mistakes after every game when, like, you shouldn't be making these mistakes. Like, you're watching on TV or either at the game, and you're like, what are you doing? You can't do that. Like, but in the end, I think, like, in the last, especially in the last couple of weeks, He's gotten in a groove. And like you said, a lot of that's like the players. Like anybody can manage a team. If a pitcher goes seven shutout innings, give the ball to your best relief arm in the eighth and then your closer in the ninth. And if you're up by five, you're going to win the baseball game. It doesn't take a genius to do that. But I think he'll settle in. Uh, I know the players really like him. Um, 
like he just because he's older and he's been away from the game doesn't mean he's not like his baseball mind didn't just up and leave with him you know yeah. it's still there and like as as much as he's pissed me off on a handful of occasions <laughs> here like he's he's Tony Larusa and he's he's a better manager than Ricky Renneria and so long as the team just keeps playing like they're playing right now like he's not going to even have an opportunity to really mess too much up yeah I, I will say, as a Reds fan, I do hate the guy. Yeah. I know I've been cheering for the White Sox. I've been betting a lot of money on the White Sox, yeah. but I do not like Tony Larusa, obviously because of his stint in St. Louis. Picard. But yeah, I, I respect. Fair. I respect the guy. I respect the guy. He's an old school baseball guy, so yeah. I got to respect it. But speaking of gambling, we are obviously in Ohio. It's not uh, gambling is not legal here, unfortunately. So we have to drive to Indiana to place all our bets. We're waiting for the Barstool Sportsbook to open. It's open as of an hour ago. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, there we go. Because yeah. la- yeah. later tonight, I'm, or later in this interview, I'm going to ask you for some picks. But Zach has a really good question yeah. here because we've been t- we were talking about it the night it happened. Yeah. So it was last week. I, I was like shocked when you 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 have your bets that you you know the the boosters, the the Andrew Vaughn call the first the the home run and the White Sox win. It was it like plus eleven hundred. Yeah. That was a hell of a call because I was like, well, Andrew Vaughn, I like Andrew Vaughn a lot, but hasn't had a home run this year, but you were all over it. You were like, he's going yard tonight. How how did you foresee that? Or was that just like your feeling? How did you, That was incredible. Was obviously, like, you can't predict the future, but, like, if you watch these guys every single game, like, all right, so this Andrew Vaughn has struggled with a couple things. High velocity because he hasn't really seen it yet. He hasn't played above low A. Yeah. Uh, then he struggled with like nastiness, like filthy wipeout slider, because he hasn't seen that yet. He's just like inexperienced in that realm because he didn't advance, take the normal progression through the minor league system. So, but he has pounded left-handed pitching, and Jay Hat is—he's not nasty. He's a guy that will get you out in the zone. Like if he's throwing the ball outside the zone, he's going to walk a bunch of people and he's going to give up runs that way. So he doesn't want to. So he's he's he depends on weak contact on pitches that are strikes. So I'm looking at this. I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, all right, he has it. He's gonna hit a home run eventually. J Hat doesn't throw hard. He's not gonna be like some nasty pitcher that's like effectively wild, which yeah. Andrew Vaughn, like I said, has struggled with a little bit. Like like compare those two things, and then on top of it being a lefty. Like I, I he's got a really good shot of going yard tonight. So that was my thought process when. I hit a pen and gave them the bet to make. I'm like, hey, like this is what I want to do tonight. I think there's a really and obviously Penn doesn't necessarily like it because they're losing money, but <laughs> like I like I'm betting too. Like I'm, it's yeah. not like I'm giving money by right. pen to gamble with that. That'd be illegal. Yeah. So I put a hundred dollars on it. It was and like I I felt really really confident about that one. Like anytime the Sox are facing a lefty, you can pretty much guarantee that there's going to be at least one home run. And it's going to be from one of Abreu, Anderson, uh, now Yerman Mercedes, um, and Andrew Vaughn. I would throw in that category. So at that point, you you kind of got like a one in twenty five or a twenty five percent chance, one in four chance that you're going to hit the bet, even though it's at plus a thousand ish odds. So that was my whole thought process there. By the way, and this is just a follow up. Like, do you get so you make that bet yourself? Like, you make the Andrew Vaughn yeah, White Sox I, I win. Yeah, I contact Penn and 
and tell them what uh, what I want that day. Okay. So today it's it's a righty on the mound. Yohan Mikata has been swinging a great bat, and he's just missing the ball by this much. So I think he like I think he's got a good shot at going yard tonight. He's been on fire, but he hasn't been getting. He's been hitting like line drives, yeah. line drives, line drives, gap to gap. But tonight I think he's going to connect on one, get a little under it, and it's going to go out of the park. He he's been on fire the last like yeah. five games. Well, you mentioned Yerman Mercedes and. Like I didn't know. Like I'm a pretty big baseball fan. I didn't. I couldn't have picked Yerman Mercedes out of a lineup. No, a month ago. How? Nobody, how did this? Nobody outside of White Sox fans could have. Like so, he was a minor league rule five pick. So uh, once you have a certain amount of time in the minors, um, it's a uh, for. So he was an international signing. So it's after him. It's five years. If he was a high school draft pick, it'd be six years. And then if he was a college draft pick, I want to say it's four years uh, because it's all different age. And that's when you – if you're not on the 40-man roster at that point, another team can select you and just either put you on the big league roster or they can stow you away in minor league, in the minors for, for – I mean, there's a whole lot of intricacies for the rules. So the White Sox took him from the Nationals, and he just is – he has zero position. He can't catch. He's actually got a post, but he can't run, can't field can't receive a baseball like as a catcher but um so he's like a born bred dh and if you look at his numbers like white Sox fans have been like really really hammering like hey give this guy a shot because he kills the ball and he killed the ball all through his progression through the minors it just took him legit a good i mean he's 28 years old i'm assuming he he got he signed when he was a teenager so it took him 10 years to get to the show but like it, it wasn't because he can't hit, and it's not like that. Obviously, he's not going to hit three seventy or whatever he's sitting on the year. Yeah, but like if you watch his approach, you know, you know, he knows what he's doing up there. Like he shortens up with two strikes. He's got great barrel control. He can hit balls out of the strike zone and just bloop them for singles. Like he, his bat is here to stay. Like I think by the end of the season, like him hitting three hundred with twenty five bombs is like perfectly a perfectly reasonable guess right now as it sits because he really, really knows how to hit. He just can't play the field literally anywhere. You can't stick him at first base. You can't do anything. So I want to, I want to ask, I want to, I want to do a little lightning, lightning round with you. I got a bunch of just kind of random questions uh, I'm going to throw at you. So um, what's your, what's your go-to concession order at, at uh, the Sox game? Uh, Brought with uh, grilled onions and sauerkraut. Love it. Who's your loaded with mustard? <laughs> no ketchup. <laughs> favorite favorite White Sox of all time. Uh, Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Best. Who's the best former Red turned White Sox? Billy Hamilton, Adam Dunn, Todd Frazier, or Ken Griffey Jr. Oh man. <laughs> Dunn had one good year where he hit. I want to say he hit like 48 bombs, but other than that, he was horrific. <laughs> um, Griffey was already cooked at that point, but he had a huge diving catch in. Um, or, and no, he had the in game 163 against Minnesota in 2008. He had a, he had an outfield assist that ended the game, and it was it was like the one of the best moments in Sox history. Um, Billy Hamilton, he plays hard. Like I, I think once Ingle gets back, he'll probably get be the odd man out. He'll get DFA'd. But I actually kind of like Billy Hamilton. Like he's not good, but yeah, um, he, he serves a purpose on a good team. 
Yeah, he's certainly like on a good team, he could be a twenty-six man. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, who was the other one? Todd Frazier. Frazier. I I hated. Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Konerko is what you should have said. I know Paul Konerko. Yeah, he's a red yeah. for a week or two, and yeah, I was thinking I forgot about. Kevin Literally, Kevin. only he only had like eight at bats for yeah. the Reds, but yeah. then the, then they traded. It was Mike Cameron, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, who had a great career? Both had great careers. And then I got I got two off the White Sox path here. Choose one: Old Country Buffet Mac and Cheese or Hooters Wings. Kruger's Wings? No, Hooters. 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 Oh, I was like, <laughs> I would. Probably, honestly, the wings at at Hooters, I think they're fine, but the old country buffet mac and cheese is elite. <laughs> I like it. And then favorite Outback menu item, the Bloomin' Onion or the Mad Max Burger? Mad Max Burger. <laughs> <laughs> like the size of a football. <laughs> okay, so I have just two, like, again, two random questions. These are fucking slanderous comments made about you, and I, and I, didn't, want to, I didn't want to mention it, but I had to. They're slanderous, Dave. Yeah, they are. You have, been, <laughs> you have been called a mouse by El Prez <laughs> and most recently a turtle by Whitney. Which one is more slanderous? Whitney is a fucking moron. <laughs> I telling him I said that. Whitney, Whitney stinks. Whitney is such an idiot. Like, like, he calls me a turtle and then he's got a legit picture of him getting his face caved in with his <laughs> hockey pads over his head. Literally like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and then all right. So obviously, I got I just got into Barstool Chicago. Zach actually introduced me to it this year, so earlier in the fall. And I've been fa- I've been rewatch or re listening all the all the snake drafts and stuff. It there is a clear there is a clear fraud going on. You are getting screwed out of all these drafts. I am. I, I am not voting for you. But how do we fix? Or I'm not voting for you to be out of the poll. You know what I mean. So how are we going to fix this? How are we going to bring back White Sox, Dave? Yeah. I. I mean, it's on the people at this point. Like they know what they're doing. They. They know that they're just trying to be funny people, but they're <laughs> all the week. They can't think for themselves. They. It, they're incapable of it. So it's on them. It's not on me. Dave, the only the only guy I'm voting leaving off a poll is a guy who chooses burrata salad. That's, that's right. The, like, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who, who eats a burrata salad when they're ordering appetizers? Also, <laughs> stop letting Carl win. Stop letting Carl win. It's getting old. Yeah. Carl's. Uh, that, that'll that'll come full circle eventually. Yeah. Trust me on that one. All right. This is one last question. This is the last question for me. What's it like being the horniest guy in the office? <laughs> I'm not the horniest. Guy. I'm the nor. I'm the normal. <laughs> People are always like, oh, you're so horny. No, I just verbalize what everybody's thinking, and I'm not afraid to. Like, every like everything that I say on the podcast is said when we're not recording. So, there we go. And once you hit record, they're all like, fucking, oh, I don't want to say that out loud. I'm the only one that's not So. You're the real, yeah, you're the realest one. You're the realest one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's there all it boils down to. Zach, last questions? Um, I think that's it. Um, I, Dave, we, we loved having you on. Um, we'd love to have you on again. If the White Sox if the White Sox continue this, maybe we can continue staying hot. Maybe we can keep asking you for for or give us give us a little tease of maybe a guy you see and oh this guy might hit a home run off a righty tonight or something. But we appreciate yeah, you taking I, time. I think Yohan's yeah. going yard tonight. So <laughs> Okay, yeah, last, last, last question. Uh, who's your? What's your pick? What's your picks for tonight? I'm gonna go play some parlay right now. Um, I think Yohan's going yard. Um, I would take the 
let me look real quick. So I've been I've been making a lot of money off the White Sox, which is not typical for me. <laughs> um, baseball in general, I was never really, but this year I've cleaned up on baseball. Um, what's the over under set at? Uh, let's see. I think it's eight. I got eight and a half right now. Okay, I would bet the under. Okay. Because uh, I think Lynn's going to shut down the Twins. Um, and then I think I think it'll be like a five to one game, five to two okay. games, something like that, with Yoan doing a lot of the damage. Uh, Braves still out for the next uh, for t- tonight and tomorrow, I believe. Um, and then um, obviously Eloy and, and Robert are out, so that's like all the big big mashers. I think that the under would be the safe play today. I like it. I like it. Well, Dave, we appreciate it. Um, you can follow Dave on Twitter at BarstoolWSD. Anything else you want to plug? No, that's it. Go in, go, go in as a snake draft, Dave. Yeah. Please. I'm, I'm trying. Away. I think I got a good shot this week. I think <laughs> you do, too. All right. All right. Thanks, Dave. We appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you, fellas. I'll see you soon, all right? Yeah. And we're back. Another edition of the Rally Cat Podcast. I'm Zach Freeze alongside my partner, my cohort, my fellow baseball lover, Elliot Rearing. Elliot, big episode. Maybe I, I'm a, I'm gonna say it. Our best episode. I think it's going. It has the episode hasn't even happened yet, and I know this is gonna be our best episode. Why is that, Elliot? Well, Zach, we just recorded an interview. And now this interview isn't with any of our friends or anything like that. Blah, blah, blah. It's a celebrity. I mean, we have a celebrity on our podcast. We do. And we just finished recording it. We just finished recording the uh, interview. You'll hear it later on. And I, I'm just going to say it. It's White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports. Yeah. It's White we, we got, or I should say Zach, and we'll tell the story of how that happened. Zach reached out to White Sox Dave. I did. Via Twitter DMs. And Dave, being the champion that he is, and I mean a champion, he re- reached out to Zach. And this whole time, he has been he has been nothing but awesome to us. Yeah. And he, I mean, I mean, he's just been phenomenal. Yeah, Dave. That we can, like, it, Dave, if you listen to this, thank you so much. Exactly. I mean, thank you for everything because you made our year. Well, yeah. And, and you know, I, I sent the DM because we – you know, I try and leave no stone unturned because I've tried. We try to get a lot of different guys on the podcast and people on the podcast, and it hasn't worked out, or we haven't gotten responses. But he responded quick, and then you know, I followed up, and you know, he was great, and he was always quick to respond. And even when we had a couple, you know, minor little technical problems, he was still great about it. And uh, you know, we it's a great interview. I'm excited for everybody to hear it, and. Um, yeah, it's it's it was it's a big episode for us. It's a big episode. We got our first our first kind of real guest that I mean has you know a major presence. So it'll be a good interview that'll be later on in the show. Yeah, and, and just like to recap, like the guy's awesome, White Sox Dave. If you're Great a fan guy. of Barstool, if you're a fan of anything like, if you're a fan of good times, baseball, yeah. if you're a fan of baseball, Great. listen to the interview. Great listen. Um, but we'll get right back on track with the Reds. Yep. It's been a while. It's been about two weeks since we recorded. Where did we leave off, Elliot? I don't even remember. So it was two weeks ago. I believe we just finished. We it was April 29th is when we recorded. 
God, was that long? Yeah, so that we just off day. We, just we just beat the Dodgers. Dodgers. Wow. And the and the episode title was Well, we beat the Dodgers. Okay, well, well first we have to I mean, we it's it's been a long time, so we have to talk about the what happened in Cleveland. Yeah, so Cleveland uh well, yeah, Chicago, right? Yeah, but I, I was talking about Cleveland for a different reason. But yeah, well, yeah, well, no, we'll get to that. We we beat the Cubs in a in a series. We we won two out of three. The Sunday game took years off my life. Thirteen to twelve. Thirteen to twelve. It was like nine lead changes. Nine lead changes. We 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 had a big lead. We blew a big lead. It was awful. Like, but we got the win. Castellanos came through. Great series win, and it was. It was a great series win. Then the, the White Sox came into town. We got leveled in game one, nine to nothing. We come back in game two and squeak out a one nothing game. Sunny Gray pitch outstanding. Brilliant. And then Elliot, we had an off day, and then we we had the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, the Cleveland Indians. And you might think, well, battle the Ohio Cup. Yeah. One of the one of the most treasured trophies in sports. Big trophy. Psych. Um Zach and I and a couple of our friends, uh, we'll give them shout-outs now, Noah Hornback, Ben Hornback, Ryan Rule, and Andy Geigel, uh, went with us to the Cleveland Indians game, what was that, one? Yeah, it was game one, right? Yeah, yeah, so it was game one. Um, We were driving up, it was me and Andy in a car, and then it was Ryan, Freeze, Noah, and Ben in a car. Their car, on the way up, gets broken down. Their car breaks down. In a small town out of nowhere, Grove City, Ohio. Gro- Groves, okay. Shout out Grove City, Ohio. Shout out to the uh, shout out to the tire discounters in Grove City. Yeah, Ohio. tire discounters, good tire discounters. Um, but anyway, so we were all excited. We're going to a game in Cleveland. We're going to see the Reds. Yep. First game in the series. It's going to be fun. Andy and I have to go swing by and pick up Zach and Ryan. Yep. Because obviously the the car had broken down, so we picked them up. We drove to Cleveland. We get to the stadium. We think Ben and Noah, we think they're not coming. I so, think they weren't coming. I wouldn't have shown up. I would have just turned No, yeah, Zach, Zach, Zach would have left. Zach would have left. Um, but they show up about an hour and a half late. The positive, there was an hour and a half rain delay. Exactly. It started at 8.30. It started right when they got there. They, so yeah, perfect. They missed the top, first, top of the first. That no, they it. didn't. They were there. They were just getting oh. food. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they actually were there. That's Which I didn't know. Noah like told me later. Unbelievable. They were in the stadium for first pitch, and they had like they were in Grove City, Ohio, for like six hours. They had to get two different alternators. The first one was wrong. But anyway, that's not the story. The story is we get to about the sixth inning, and it was the worst baseball game I've ever seen. Nobody was getting on base. Nobody was getting hits. It was a pitcher's duel from the very sense of the word. Yep. And we get to the sixth inning, bottom of the sixth, a ground ball is hit towards Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel has a hard time fielding it. He's going to his right. He's going backhand. Dribbles off his glove. He tries to make up for it for a throw to first. Throws it way outside. Throws it over the head of whoever was first that game. Yeah. Was it Votto? Votto was a No, it was a Moose. Moose. It was Moose. And so at that point, I'm like, all right. So this is pretty much the end of this game. Because we at that point, we didn't have any, didn't have any uh, base runners. No. But what I failed to mention... When I started this, is that neither has the in, neither have the Indians. The Indians have only got on via a walk. Then they get another walk in that inning. So now we have an error, a walk. I think we ended up having two walks. I think, or maybe just that I one. Think just one. So just that one walk in that inning. So we had two base runners. Not, not nothing. To, nothing like big. Thinking like obviously we're saying we're joking at the, in our seats. No hitter. No hitter. Uh, 
but we get out of the inning. We see that the ball that Senzel misplayed was ruled an error. I thought it was going to be a hit. Zach it was thought, close. Zach thought it was going to be a hit. It wasn't it was, an easy play. No, but I mean, it was. That was borderline. It was, it was borderline. It was it very going the other way. I think we the the official score was on our side. I guess that night, and so the game continues on. Game continues on. We get to the top of the ninth. We'll just skip to the top of the ninth. At this point, zero zero. Still nothing has happened on both sides. No hits, no runs, nothing. Nothing has happened. We had a couple hits, but that was it. Well, yeah, we had a double by Castellanos and I think like a bloop by somebody. It doesn't matter. Right. We get to the top of the ninth. They bring in Class A. Who's been very good. At that point has not allowed an earned run. And you might remember we scored a run off Class A and when, he, when they came to Cincinnati in Game 2 of that series because of a ground ball through the legs of Josh Naylor and then Winker got a hit and then cast, and then we won that game. We stole the game. I mean, let's be honest. We stole that game. So, yeah, Class A came in and we got back-to-back hits from Senzel and Winker. And then there was an error on Class A, I think, because it was a dribbler back to him. It was a double play ball. And he threw it to the second, or he threw it, he was trying to turn the double play, but the guy, I don't know if it was Hernandez or who it was, whoever their second baseman or shortstop was, wasn't really all close to the bag. So by the time he turned and threw it, they're not getting the guy at second because he's not on the bag, and then they weren't able to get the out at first either. So Winker was able to score. Um, Winker and Senzel, I think, were able to score. Yep, and then so. Castellanos got a hit. Or Moose, Castellanos Moose got a came hit. Up, yeah. And then Moose brought in Castellanos. Yeah. So they we missed have, that, yeah. So we have a, it doesn't matter really. It's 3 nothing heading to the bottom of the ninth. Right. We are in Cleveland, Ohio. We are in Cleveland. Yep. First out, I think, was a strikeout maybe. Doesn't matter. Line out. Line out. Then it was a strikeout, right? Yep. And then th- we're, we're all standing up. By the way, in the meantime, we have one of the Cleveland security guards or whatever they call them. Gosh. They're telling us to sit down. Yeah, they're telling us to. We, we're in the last out or the last inning of a no hitter. By the way, we're in the we're in the last. We're like in one of the last rows of the of the field box, and and we're standing up to start the inning. And he says, "No, you need to sit down." I'm like, "Guy, like." This is a no hitter. We got a no hitter on the line. Yeah, so with a three run. Lead. So like the alphas, we were we sat right back down. But <laughs> yeah. so we sat down until the last out. We get to the last out, and I said, I tor- I turned everybody and said, it doesn't. I mean, if they want to kick me out for standing up during a no hitter, they can kick me out. And so we stand up. We're watching it. It's a ground ball. It's a ground ball to uh, who was it? Short. It was right? Farmer. It was Farmer. Farmer makes the play, and the Reds have their seventeenth. Uh, no hitter. It was probably the best moment I've experienced as a Reds fan. It was a good. It was. It was great. At at a game, I have at never. A game, it was the best. And, and to go on the road. Yeah, and it was. It was just awesome. And we experienced the no hitter. Um, but to go right back down from that high point, uh, the next game we get rocked. wasn't close. wasn't fun. It was horrible. We hated every minute of it. it we lost nine game. to two. Yeah, and then game. the third game of the series got postponed. postponed. Too much rain. Blah blah blah. Pirates and the Pirates. We go to the Pirates. We win one, we lose one. We head back to uh, game three in Pittsburgh, and we win. So at that point, that's another win for us. Nice series. As I'm reading this, we actually have played well. 
over the last we've few. Played I mean, fine. We've played fine. We'll get into that, but, but we're still, you know, we're fine. Then we go to Colorado. Yeah. Everybody knows when we go to Colorado or any, really anybody West Coast, any kind of trip like that, we're going to struggle. And by God, we struggled. Game one, Luis Castillo maybe had the worst pitching performance of his career. He gave up, other than game one of this eight season, runs. he gave up eight runs, ten hits, uh, all earned runs. It was horrible. He had struck out three, and he got to, I think, the fourth inning maybe, third third inning. Third, yeah, three and two-thirds. And we scored so, eight runs. We scored eight runs in the eighth inning. We scored eight, eight runs in the eighth inning to make it a game, but it didn't matter. We lost by five. Uh, thank you, CNL Perez, whatever that guy's name is. He's terrible. We'll get into that. I don't know what his name is. doesn't matter. He's a scrub. And then you got we had game two, which didn't go very well either. Wade Miley, off the no-hitter, gave up eight earned. And, and the back-to-back eight runs by our pitcher. Right. But, again, the Reds cut, it, cut, cut the game right. to close. India hit a giant home run. Suarez hit a home run, I think. And all of a sudden, we were back in it. They scored another one in the bottom of the eighth right. just to shit in our whatever, yep. our socks. Then game three, Elliot. Game three might have been, I said, so being at a game, being at the game, I was, uh, at or being at the game in, um, what do you say, Cleveland, this game does not equate to it, and we'll get to game four, but game three, I was here at Zach's house, nervous as hell, all of a sudden we'll just skip all the way to the end, we get to the extra innings, we score two in the top half of ten, right? Eleven. Eleven. Farmer hit a home run. Two-run home run. Farmer hit the two-run jack. We end up winning the game. Yeah. Well, they so, tied it, and then we... And they, they tied it, and then we... Castellanos came through. Then, yeah, yeah, So We held on. Six, we, six to five. We, we held on. Uh, next game. This game was probably the most fun I've had watching on TV. We were down five runs. It was six to one in the top of the eighth inning. We dropped four in the top of eight. So it's a one-run game now, heading into the ninth inning. A balk, I believe, or a wild pitch. There's a wild pitch and a pass ball. A wild pitch and a pass ball score two runs for us. We win the game 7-6. to six. We end up splitting that series, and all of a sudden we're 500 again. Yep. So we were 500 after that series, and we'll go to yesterday's game, which disappointing. was horrible. Was disappointing. Uh, offense didn't play great. Pitching play or uh, defense was defense lost us the game really. I mean, Sunny, you can't. I mean, you're giving Sonny up. Sunny pitched fine. I mean, I, honestly, as as I know, the Sunny's numbers don't look very good. Five innings. He only went five innings. He gave up three runs. He only had three strikeouts. But I didn't think he pitched bad. I think it was just. I mean, the 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 defense. We had three plays in the first inning, and really two. I mean, there were two plays. One. It was a tailor-made double play, and, and Farmer didn't have his foot on the bag. And then there was another play you could have argued Farmer maybe could have made that was hit to him. I don't know. It was not an easy play, but no. I, I thought he could have made the play. And then the other one was the, the other tailor-made double play that India bobbled and then just flipped over the head of Suarez. That cost us That cost us a run. So That brings us to where we are. Yeah. And we got a couple things to get to. Um, I want to talk about our offense. Our defense and our pitching. And our, we're special, gonna, we're and gonna, our special teams. And our special teams. We're going to talk about it all. We'll start with uh, the good. Our offense has been the best offense I've ever seen as a Reds fan. It's been very good. I, it's I, it's I not been very good. It's been the best in baseball. 
I've I was I thought the offense would be better. I didn't think it than last year because it was so bad. I, I I know that you know baseball's a weird game, but I, I figured they would be better, and they have been a lot better. Obviously, give them the numbers. Uh, they are tied for second in runs per game, tied for third in hits, tied for fourth in average, tied for fourth in on base, tied third in slugging, fourth in OPS, tied for second in home runs. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the offense has been great. I worry that if they can sustain this, um, especially if we have, you know, if, if injuries like Moose has been out and. I know he. Th- I think he's coming back, and and Senzel's injured every other game. Yeah, Senzel pulls a hammy when he goes. To the I'm bathroom. a Nick Senzel rider. I will be a Nick Senzel rider until my death. Listen, but unfortunately, he can't stay on the field. I I have openly criticized Nick Senzel, and rightfully so, because the guy doesn't like Jack. Just said he doesn't stay on the field. I like Nick Senzel. I do. I love Nick Senzel. He and by the way, he's been awesome this year he's when he had plays. A good year when he plays. Um. But if he can't stay healthy, he has no value. It's just a fact. If you don't, if you don't play, you have nothing. So if he stays healthy, we have a great middle infielder, and I think that's where he's going to be now. I think he's going to be in the infield because our outfield has been the best in baseball. That's no question. We got, we got two of the best hitters in baseball in the outfield. Winker is hitting three forty six. He's got a four hundred on base. He's got a nine ninety four OPS, which is ridiculous. Castellanos three thirty one, three ninety one on base, over a thousand OPS, ten homers. Yeah, Winker and Castellanos. I mean this has been and, and, and Naquin too. And by, yeah, Zach hasn't even mentioned Naquin, who by the way has been I mean huge for us. Yeah, he's been great. And and you got Shogo back and Shogo started slow, but he's come around a little bit the last couple of days had a huge hit in Colorado. So you got some you got some options in the outfield now and uh, yeah I, the offense has been great I worry about regression a little bit but Castellanos and, and Winker if I, I think they're great um, they've been great I think they're gonna have really nice years I don't think they're gonna I mean they're not gonna hit 340 or whatever I don't no. think but I mean they're still I think gonna have good years maybe you can kind of even that out if and I know Elliot's gonna want me to you know, bite my tongue here, but maybe it can even out a little bit if you get uh, Suarez going even more. Yeah, because he's been a lot better lately. I know that he's guys. Hitting, he's hitting one sixty, but I but he's turned a corner. He's, he's turned he, a corner. I and don't get me wrong, everybody. He's, he's played a lot better. Everybody criticizes me. Oh, you're too hard on Suarez. Listen, I love Gino. I think he is the most fan favorite guy on this team. I think everybody loves him. Everybody wants to love him. He's fun. He's awesome. The problem with Suarez is he's been absolutely terrible over the past two seasons. He has. Yeah. It's not debatable. He's hitting 160 right now. Anytime we need to uh, a big hit out of Suarez, you're not going to get it. He's had a couple well, big he's had a couple big home runs. I know that. He's had a big double. But I he overall he hasn't been getting on base a whole lot. No. He's been striking out a ton. He strikes out every at bat. If he doesn't get a it's reminiscent of Adam Dunn. I think, who just strikes out or gets a home run. The difference is Suarez isn't hitting that many home runs. I think that, well, I don't know. I mean, the home runs are still there. They're and there, eight but Eight home runs is still good on May. Correct. It's not bad. Correct. The issue with him, it's not even like, I think he's going to hit home runs, and I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of the of the batting average at the expense of that. The issue is the on-base. It's I mean, we're in a better spot than we were on May 2nd. We were sitting at 125. Now we're at 162 and two, what was he at? 228 in the OBP. He's still. To be fair. Only, I mean, at, only at 241. It's just he's not getting on base enough. 
And the strikeouts, he's been a little bit better the last couple of weeks, I think, with the strikeouts. The the road trip, he was a little bit better. Still a lot. Um, I, I don't know. i, I got to find the number on strikeouts this year because it's, it's crazy. He has 55 strikeouts and 166 plate appearances, which is crazy. Um, so he needs... I think Suarez is turning a little bit of a corner. I don't know. Like I, again, I don't think like this. He's gonna be. He's put. Gonna. He he's probably too far gone to put up twenty nineteen numbers, and he is too far gone to put up twenty nineteen numbers just because it's such a slow start. I think he's not gonna be hitting like two seventy or anything. Probably hope he can get to like two thirty with yeah. a three twenty on base if we're lucky. Maybe three fifteen. I don't know. I mean, I, at this point, it's just such a slow start. But. I, I don't know. If if we can get him going, and even if Castellanos and Winker, Winker drop a little bit, if we can get him back to at least, you know, respectable, um, get the numbers up even more, and if, you know, I don't know, if uh, if we can get, if Senzel can stay healthy, I mean, I think Senzel, I think he's, he's had a solid year. I mean, India's had ups and downs, but he had a great series in Colorado hopefully he can kind of you know maybe keep that up so yeah I mean you can't complain about the offense really and I I know that um I've been I've been critical at times of um some of the guys in the lineup but like Tyler Stevenson has been amazing Barnhart's been great Barnhart has been better than a Barnhart has been the rock of the bottom half of our he's at 300 he's hitting 300 right now and he's and he's had um, Most importantly, he's been reliable. Every oh, time wow. he comes up, he's had great at bats. Zach said it earlier. He has. Had he's great he's been having. He's been seeing the ball brilliantly. Like last year, if he was, if there was two strikes, he's swinging at any pitch. If yeah. it's in the dirt, he's swinging. If it's over his head, he's swinging. If it's right. in the crowd, he's swinging. It doesn't matter. This year, he's having great at bats. He's fighting back from 0-2 counts. He's getting it to full count. He's working counts. That's what you need. Yeah. And he's been he's been that, and everybody everybody in this lineup has been really good except for Suarez, and uh, you know I, I'm excited for it. Now, quick transition. Do you want to go to pitching or defense? Do pitching. First. We'll do pitching. Just do pitching first. Tyler Malley's been amazing. I want to ma- I want to make that very clear. Tyler, he's been I mean, rock. We knew we weren't going to have the pitching rotation we did last year. We knew sure. that. We we lose our we lose our guy. Sonny's coming off injury. Um. But we have Tyler Malley stepping up as our best pitcher this year. That's just a fact. Yeah. Every time Tyler Malley has come in, except for the exception of one game, he has been perfect. Perfect. He's been a perfect pitcher. Now, other than that, it's bad. It's really bad. Except for, well, okay, wait. I will do all three good pitchers. So we'll do him, Hembry. He's been very good out of the bullpen in eight in- or nine innings of work, whatever he has. Yeah. And then you have obviously TJ Antone, who's arguably the best pitcher on the team. Talent, yeah, I think he might be. He's up. He's definitely a top two pitcher on this team. Other than that, we're, we have an issue here. Luis Castillo, our supposed quote unquote ace, has been one of the worst pitchers in the National League, one of the worst pitchers in Major League Baseball. He's been bad. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He's had one yeah. good outing against Pittsburgh. That's it. He's been horrible. He's been horrible. He's been unreliable. He hasn't been striking guys out, and he hasn't been going five innings. He's going four and two-thirds. It's bad right now. Yeah. It's, it's bad. bad. And after that, you have Wade Miley, who's okay. Yeah, he threw a great no-hitter. Yeah, he's okay. He's, he's I mean, at like peak Wade Miley is peak Mike Leake. He's a great fourth guy out of the rotation. Sure. He's going to pitch around a four ERA. He's going to give you a couple good games. He's going to give you a couple stinkers. 
It's what he is. He's an average guy. I'm not worried about Wade. I'm not worried about Wade Miley. After that, we have Jeff Hoffman. Zach, is the is the Hoffman experience over? I don't think it is over. I think it should be over. Um, I mean, he said Jeff Hoffman was a fun story. I think in the in the early going, he had a couple of nice starts. He probably got a little bit lucky in some of them, but the last four starts have been pretty dreadful. Um, it started with like. The Dodgers, I mean, he was lucky. He gave up three runs in four innings, but he had five walks. The White Sox game wasn't good. The Pittsburgh game wasn't good. I mean, he, I don't even know, like, he had two earned runs against the Rockies in four innings, which obviously isn't very good, but, I I mean, it was his own doing because he threw a bunt into the stand. I mean, he had a bunt (laughs) right back to him, and he threw it over a guy's head. So I think, I don't know what exactly they'll do. Because eventually I think that'll get to the point where Jeff Hoffman will be not in the rotation. I don't know who takes the spot. It would have to be Antone at that point, I think. The issue is, though, with that is I dislike the bullpen a lot. And I might want to keep Antone in there because I think the bullpen's so bad that I just don't know if I can afford to take. I agree. But the, the only other thing I have with that, and I and that was my take early on. Now I think I'm on that side. I And Zach, I guess, have, Zach and I have reversed it's, sides. It's, it's, I don't, if, if, if they said TJ Antone's going to the rotation, I wouldn't be mad. Let me make if that clear. But it, it, just, it just might make more sense. Correct. It, it, my thing is right now, if we're going to get Antone every fourth game or whatever he's doing right now, I'd rather him just start. Yeah, I'd rather him just give us six right. quality innings, and I'd rather him do that because you don't a, a valuable a closer isn't or a, your best reliever on a bad team, or on, not a bad team, but like a not a team that's like dominating. Yeah, isn't that valuable or isn't you know it's not like you you're, if you're not going to use him at that much as much, then it's you know you're like wasting you know such a good arm that has started before and came up as a starter, so. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to having Antone in there. I just worry what happens to the bullpen. I know, you know, Elliot will laugh at me, but Lorenzen's coming back, I think, hopefully soon. I don't know, actually. It might be another month or before. At we this see point, him. I need Lorenzen. I hate Lorenzen. Shout out Michael Lorenzen. Come There's on the pod. There's nothing wrong with Michael Lorenzen. I just think I, I, I don't trust him in a high leverage, high leverage situation. And that goes with the rest of this bullpen. Here, yeah, but that's the issue. Who do in this bullpen? I don't know who you trust. Hembry. Hembry's been great. Sims. Sims has had a not a great season, but I still trust. I, I trust Lucas Sims. Sims. Sims had. I mean, he has. A, he has he, a five. He's gotten a. Yeah, he's gotten a raw deal. If you look at his numbers, they're deceiving. He he's kind of gotten screwed this year. I mean, he apps. He got. He how many runs did he get? One or two runs against uh, Arizona, and he got screwed out of them. Let me see. Let me. I, I need to look that up cause because this is like. I mean, that's that's serious because that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I think. Well, I think it was. The what game was that? Oh, that game. Okay, he came into that shit fest and gave up a couple runs. Whatever, he gave up three runs against Arizona in that crazy Arizona game that the Reds should have won. Another, they should have won all three. But um, yeah, I, Lucas Sims is fine. I'm no, not, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was only that game. It was only this was the game where it was like fourteen to eleven, and we came back. Yeah, a bunch yeah, of times. yeah. This was a different game. I'm not concerned. Lucas Sims is a good pitcher. I know he can pitch. I'm not a Dr. Doolittle fan. If I have to choose Dr. Doolittle or Sionel Perez, okay, I'll take Dr. Doolittle. He's okay. But my concern with Sean Doolittle is is just he throws his fastball at 91. That's his only pitch that really he throws. I'm not a Carson Fulmer fan. Really. Carson Fulmer's bad. He's Carson Fulmer is bad. Well, he's not very good. This is my issue. Amir Garrett, okay, he's been better. 
Uh, it's just going to be hard for me to consistently trust Amir Garrett yeah. in a high leverage spot. Ceilan Al Perez isn't a real person. No, he's terrible. He has, Feliz, he, has, he has more walks than he has thirteen walks and twelve strikeouts this year. In, yeah, in it, fourteen. I need him. I need him out of my city. If I'm being quite honest, yeah. um, Hendricks is young. He, he's got to work on throwing strikes. I mean, I'm not. Ryan, if Ryan Hendricks doesn't make it, it's not a big like. It's he probably yeah. And then we got Feliz, who came in last night. I'll be curious to see what he does. I'll be got curious. Him from the Pirates. We'll see what Feliz can do. I think it was a smart ad. We need bodies. I think Heath Embry, I mean, has turned out to be a great ad. Heath Embry, if, I mean, if he, he hasn't allowed a run. No, he hasn't allowed a run. He's only allowed like one or two hits, I think. So shout out to Heath Embry. He's been great. Um, but, yeah, I know if I sound like a lukewarm, I am a little bit lukewarm right now with this team. It's not like we're bad, and I want to make that clear. I've said, you know, I've told Elliot, like, oh, the season's over, this and that. And I, I, I don't know. The season obviously isn't over, but I just don't – I don't feel confident. I don't I, – I feel like this thing is just – I don't even want to say a sinking ship. I want to say, like, just like it's a boat with a couple of holes in it that we're trying to patch up with duct tape and hope it sticks. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's too many flaws on this team. They're bad. We'll get into the defense. They're bad at, with that. Their their rotation is not. They, if they were going to be good this year, their rotation. You need Castillo to be nasty. You need you know they need more from Luis Castillo and Sonny. Sonny's pitched okay. He hasn't pitched great. But and. He's had some yeah. great outings and a couple of turds, but he's he's coming off injury. Been, he's coming off injury, so I, I'm not. He's mostly been fine. There, Sonny Gray, I'm not really worried. He's pitched fine, uh, and then the you know the lineup's good. It's has great. Been, has been it's great. Just, has been great. I worry a little bit. Will it? Can they keep this up? And I, they might. I think they might be able to keep up relatively. Obviously, I don't think they're going to be top three in runs in the league. Maybe they will be. I, I don't think they will be, but. I just have my I have my concerns. I don't like the bullpen. I you get what you pay for. They went cheap on the bullpen, so they're getting kind of what they paid for. And honestly, the bullpen has pitched better recently. Yeah, I know it has, but all in all, not very good. I mean, these guys just aren't very good. No, and I, I want to say not that most of them. I, I want to say that Zach is skeptical right now, and rightfully so. The Reds have been probably a bottom five franchise over the last twenty five years. Yeah, it's not like we've been good. I want that's to, a di- yeah, that's a different story. But I, I, I want to. But, I, but my point is, Major League Baseball is an offensive league right now. I want to make that very clear. Really, I want to stand by that. We had the best pitching rotation in the major leagues. We couldn't score a run in the playoffs, not one. That's why we don't win. If we if we had this offense with last year's sure, pitching, we, we win the World Series. We would have been in the World Series. So and and this is why I think that I you know the Dodgers yeah they have the pitching but they also score eight a game. It's not like I mean this is an offensive league. The the Padres, Fernando Tatis had ten errors in through twelve games. Guess what? He hits nine home runs. He gives he gets a hundred RBIs. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. And I stand by that. Defense doesn't matter when you're a good team. If you're the San Diego Padres, if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers, if you're a team like that, if you're the New York Yankees, defense doesn't matter. It doesn't. Here's where I'm gonna take a step back. The Cincinnati Reds' defense matters. With how bad that we have been this season, and I mean we have been bad. We have been... been I I don't know who's the worst. The Angels are the worst, I think. Okay. So, other than them, we have been the worst defensive team. And I I, I don't know what to do. Because we're trying to move Suarez to third. We had him at short. Suarez is the worst shortstop I've ever seen defensively. We move him to third. He's he's okay, I guess. 
We got Kyle Farmer at first base, letting balls roll by him, letting balls go over Not his head. Not stepping it on the bat. Kyle Farmer just don't, like it would be silly we, to play him at first, correct. just because he has much more value at short. He's a better shortstop than Eugenio Suarez. We have Jonathan India kicking. Jonathan India, as good as I, as he's been offensively, and as much as I he's like been, him, he, look defensively, he's made some nice plays, but he has had bad. he's had some bad like, and it, it look it's going to happen, but he's had some bad defensive plays too. He's probably I don't know. I haven't looked at the number, the, the defensive metrics. India has been so so. I'm not India. I, I was critical. Like he was in a terrible slump, but that's a, he's a rookie. I mean, I don't. I can't be yeah. critical of Jonathan India. India had a great cu- first couple weeks. He struggled. Now maybe he's kind of you know he's he's been a little bit better the last week. So I'm not I'm not terribly worried about India, but it is just like Suarez. They're they're bad in so many spots. Suarez is not good. I, I don't even think he. I don't think he's even an average third baseman. Defensively, no. I don't know. Um, Castellanos and Winker, we know, aren't good defenders. And that's just like... I mean, Castellanos hasn't been bad defensively, but he, he misplays some balls on, on the off hops. Winker is just, you know, not the fastest guy in the world. Naquin, not exactly a, a terrific defender either. Um, I mean, they have, like, what, two good defensive players, I'd say? Two players, I think... Actually, I think Nick Senzel isn't bad with a glove. I think Nick Senzel isn't bad. I don't know if he's an elite. Def- he's not an elite defender, but he yeah. isn't bad. The only two got plus defenders. I would call them plus defenders. Would be Shogo and uh, Tucker. I'd say. Other than that, they have either a negative or, and I guess Farm. But Farmer is like a bit player. I mean, he's not a guy you want to be playing every day. So that's like another issue. But we're in a position. Obviously, it's different when Moose and Vado are both out. They've been out. Um, so defense is a problem. It's a big problem. And, and like, I agree to, 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 to an extent, I, I think defense, I mean, I think good defense can still be a value if you're, you know, I think the Royals were really good defensively when they won in, uh, 2015, they had some great defensive players, Lorenzo Kane and Alex Gordon, maybe one of the best outfielders defensively that in the game at that time. But yeah, I mean that that can cost you games, and it like last night was just the first inning, and it, I don't know if we win that game. We probably we might not. They still scored runs late. The Giants still hit some moon bombs, but like, well, no, I, I mean there's but it changes the game. Correct. Now. There's two runs in that game that changed the game. It's the one in the first inning, and then you have the one in the eighth inning. When it was the it, Mickey Mouse, it was, was, the, it was the, yeah, it was the Mickey Mouse. It was the seventh grade not whole baseball play where I, like Perez I, threw over. I so I told I told Zach this. My coach, shout out coach Coach Feeney, he ran this play. This is a play we ran in eighth grade baseball. Yeah, I would get on first base. I would stand in between first and second. Yeah, I would draw the attention of the pitcher as the pitcher then throws to first to get me out. The guy at third runs home. And the Reds fell for it like a bunch of idiots. That was a terror. I did. I forgot it. So there's. So that's that's. And that doesn't even count as an error. That do, that's stuff that doesn't show up exactly. on the stat sheet. Exactly. And there's been other bad defensive plays like that this year. Unable to turn double plays. It's just been bad. It's nothing's routine. It just feels like nothing is routine. Castellanos misplaying fly balls. That doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but it's there. Overthrowing guys. Overthrowing pickoff or uh, what do you what do you call them? Uh, um, a cutoff man. Cutoff man, jeez. Well, yes, it, it happened in the Colorado game. Correct. Was that Sunday? Yeah. Where it was Shogo made a bad throw and it one hopped in India, like tried to, yeah, it was trying to kind of like corral it, but it could got away, squirted away from him. 
the guy scored, and then he flipped it to Suarez or whoever was standing on second. That went over his head. Castellanos charges in, overplays the ball. It was like three mishaps on one, in one play. And it's just – that's not ever – like defense well, – I don't want to sit here and talk about defense for an hour or whatever – but it, it is where it has to be noted. How it has bad. to be noted for this team. It has to be noted how bad they've been, and I know I'm down about the Reds right now, and that's you know, I shouldn't be as down because as Elliot said, they played okay baseball. I'd say pretty decent baseball the last two and a half weeks. Correct. And and, and by the way, I'm not out here saying the Reds are winning the World Series. I'm not, but I'm allowed to be happy right sure. now. We're playing 500 baseball early on. Okay. If we can get through this, if we got a couple big games, obviously this series I think is a loss. I, I mean, I, the Giants are playing out of their ass right now. I don't understand it. Nobody well, does. Their starting pitching is is best in baseball, and they're just all Reds players. And so, their bullpen, is and their good. bullpen's been awesome. So, and after that, and we're going to get to our predictions here in a second, uh, and we'll go for the next probably week and a half so of games. We're going to give our predictions where we think we're going to be at. I, I, I think we've played well up until this point. I really do. I think we've been we, – we have our starting pitcher. We have Sonny Gray, our ace, our real ace, coming back from injury. He's still getting his, he's still getting his juices flowing. He's still working at everything out. He had a couple great, great, great performances, one against the White Sox, which yeah. he allowed two hits and zero runs through seven. And the Dodgers, he was amazing. And the Dodgers, he was amazing. And, and you know, other than that, like, yeah, we our, Luis Castillo's been bad. He needs to be better. He has to be better. Yeah. Your ERA can't be above four. I'm sorry, Luis. You can't. I don't. I won't allow. Well, it's seven. You're, I know, and that's what I'm saying. It's not even close. So this is what we're dealing with. I think we're an okay team. We're one right. of I think seven teams or 17 teams as of two days ago, uh, 500 or better. And I and I'll take that. If we're in the middle of the pack right now, we're okay. And we're about to go around the league. So before we do that, we're going to talk about Symbol. Yep. Symbol app. S i m b u l l dot app. Go go to it right now. Zach and I have made like fifteen dollars on the White Sox. The White Sox are a hot they're a hot commodity, right? We so we bought in at the White Sox when they were like twenty eight dollars. They're at like like thirty seven. So nine dollars we've made in like two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like symbol.app. Go to symbol.app. You bet on teams without betting on teams, if you know what I mean. Instead of putting fifty dollars Reds money line, which you can, you're putting fifty dollars on Reds symbol. On, the, on their stock price, and essentially is, yeah, if they lose a couple games in a row, they make some bad managerial decisions, your stock's going to go down. But guess what? If they get hot, if they start hitting home runs, if they start making great trades, if they start winning games, you're going to make money. It's a safe way to make bets. It's awesome. It's cool. It's a fun way to stay involved with the game uh, without having uh, serious financial risk on it. It's just, it's just awesome. It's just a good way to bet. Everybody right now, Go to Symbol, Symbol.app, Symbol.app slash RallyPod. Uh, it, it just works. Every, everybody go to Symbol.app. That's all we have to say on the matter. Go to Symbol.app. Everybody do it right now. Go bet on some teams without betting on teams. Yeah. Use the stock market to your advantage. Yeah, and they don't just have baseball, too. NBA playoffs are starting. So if, you wanna, if you're an NBA fan or NFL, NFL is draft just happened, you can, you can uh, Symbol has... Uh, exchanges for that as well so not just strictly baseball but yeah so do we do we want to do predictions do we want to do well i want to do quick mlb around the league what's going on uh standings wise there we go and then i want to do reds predictions that's how we'll end it up uh so around the league giants have been really good they've been i think a top three team 
Um, Yankees are starting to pick everything back up. It was a horrible start. They're doing great. Uh, and I think the Chicago White Sox are the best team in the baseball in baseball right now. They I really believe be. that. They've been playing great. Um, and shout I, I out White Sox Dave. Because shout out White Sox Dave. Other teams, I mean, the, the Astros have won six in a row. I think that division race might be interesting because the A's, who I proclaim dead after I believe they were 0-6 or 1-7 yeah. or something, they're 25-17. and 17. Uh, They're in first place. <laughs> Red Sox have been playing well. I was wrong on that. Uh, Yankees have lost two in a row, but I I, I still think the – I'm going to call my shot. I think the Yankees win the division. Yeah. I really do. Um Indians have been scuffling. They're uh, they've lost four in a row. They've uh, impressed me. I, I, I'll say that they've impressed me with a, an. Abys- well, they've been better than I thought. With an abysmal offense, their pitching has absolutely carried them. I think. So, I think the White Sox are going to run away. I think that's going to be. They're going to win that by ten games, twelve really? games. Yeah, I like that. I like well, that. The Twins are thirteen and twenty six. Yep, and then well, the Twins are dead. I mean, that's all to say about the Twins. Uh, the, the Twins and, have died. And you move into the NL. We talk about the Giants. I can't believe they've been good, but I mean, fourteen and four at home is incredible. Absolutely. Um, Padres have been playing great. Dodgers have scuffled a bit after a hot start. Um, we, and then the Rockies. Arizona sucks. I told Elliot that they suck. They are terrible. They're horrid. They're one of the worst I've seen. And the Colorado <laughs> Rockies. Which is an unbelievable stat. I didn't know this until Sunday or Saturday. They are thirteen and twelve at home. They have won two games on the road. They are two and fifteen away from that cheating ballpark, <laughs> cheater juiced ballpark, Coors Field. So they've got two wins, two wins. They're yeah, fifteen. When we, and when we play the Rockies at home, I think we'll sweep. We move to the Central Cardinals. I really like the Cardinals. They've lost three in a row, but I still think I, I don't know. I think they're the best team in the division. They're not super sexy, but they, Flaherty's been pitching great. Um, I, I think their their lineup has come together. Tommy Edmonds good. Uh, Arenado's played well. Carlson's played well. Yachty's back. So. Yeah, the Cardinals have been playing pretty well. The Brewers are so so. They've been playing bad, but. I don't know. They've had injuries. This Barnes, is, Barnes was out. This is why I think it's an offensive league. The Brewers have one of the best rotations and best bullpens in baseball. They are one game above 500, and they haven't played an entirely difficult schedule. I think the Reds are in this division for the race. I think they'll be yeah. in it. I think they'll be competitive in September. And and, and I, I truly believe, and as Zach said, the Cardinals are probably going to win the division. Um, they're just better. They're just better than all of us. And they're just always good. The Cubs are going to fall apart here at the trade deadline. Probably. They're, they're going to sell Bryant. They're going to sell everybody. Sell Bryant and Rizzo. Uh, Pirates, people forget they're only, what, two games behind to be, us? To be honest, they played us. way better than I thought, especially yeah. how they started. I thought they were going to be uh, the first, especially when we clobbered yeah. them. I thought they were going to win, like, they'd have, like, eight wins at this point. They're 17 and 23. And we, moved to the, we moved to the NL East, Elliot, which has been a disaster. The Mets... I don't think they have player enough players available. <laughs> they they been, have Nemo out, McNeil's out, Conforto's out, Degrom is out, Carrasco isn't back yet. Um, I think I'm missing a bunch of other. No, guys. you are. I don't know. I, I'm off the top of my head. I don't oh, know. Uh, Almora, Pilar got hit in the face last night. I, it's just it's crazy. But they're still in first. Do you place. say JD Davis? JD Davis is out. They're still in first place miraculously. Which I think is a good sign for the Mets, honestly. If they're out, we, yeah. I mean, they get DeGrom and Carrasco, and then Thor, I think, is starting to rehab on Wednesday. And I don't know what Thor's going to look like, but he's, I mean, he throws 99-mile-an-hour yeah, fireballs. So as of right now, I actually think that 
if I had to pick somebody to win the division, if I had to put money on someone to win the division, it would be the Phillies. Whoa. I like the I like the Phillies offense a lot, and they and their starting pitching has been pretty good this year. So I I, I think the Phillies are going to stay competitive right around that. The Mets are probably going to Mets at the end, and then the shock of the world, who are still I believe like fourth in World Series, like if yeah. you World Series favorites, it's the Atlanta Braves, yeah. who just haven't figured it out. No. They're nineteen and twenty-two. They've been pretty healthy. Acuna's missed some games, but other than that, I mean, the pitching. Braves have been bad. Pitching has been bad. I think they can hit. Actually, I know they can hit. Well, they can hit. I mean, Freddie Freeman, like those guys have just been like a. The problem with the Braves, those guys have been fine mostly. They've been a little, probably a tick off. Uh, Albies and Freeman haven't been like the Albies and Freeman that we know. Acuna has been great, obviously, but Swanson has struggled, and Darno got injured. Their pitching has really been bad. I mean, really bad. Horrible. Um, so, yeah, I could see them. I think the Braves are probably going to hang around. I could see them probably trading for a pitcher uh, because they need a starter. And I don't. I mean, I think they're going to obviously. I, I think they'll be around. I think the Braves are talented. Marlins at eighteen and twenty-two, which is whatever. They're just kind of like a blah team. I've said. I'm pretty sure I said I'd cut off my foot if they won that division. <laughs> I still feel confident they're not going to the Nationals. 16 and 21, they're in last place. I've told, I've, I've mentioned I don't like the construction of that team. I just think it's Soto and Turner and then Max Scherzer and then there's really nothing else. I just don't like, I don't like how that team is set up. So I don't think they'll they're going to be very good. Um, and Strasburg has been out, so that's kind of the the roundup. Um, we didn't even mention the most boring team in baseball, the the Rangers, who are just so boring. Yeah. They- Thanks for coming out, Rangers. And the Angels are minus minus forty four run differential for the Angels. That's ridiculous. Well, they, you've always said. I mean, they're big. I mean, they have one problem and it's pitching, and they refuse to fix it. So, and Otani's been arguably an MVP. I think he is an MVP candidate so far this year. I mean, he's leads been, the league in home runs now by himself, and he's been great on the mound as well. So, I don't know what the, I don't know how the Angels continue to suck. I guess the pitching, but uh, yeah, I. Uh, that's that's basically the roundup of the league. Um, yeah, and we're going to give our predictions right now for the Reds. Uh, hopefully send you into this uh, next few games uh, with an idea of what's going to happen here. Sure. So we have the Giants right now at home. We're, we're playing them tonight. I think we have a decent chance to win if Castillo can nope. somehow find a groove, but I don't think so because I think he's been horrible and he's going to be horrible. Uh, and we're facing former Red Anthony Discofani. Um Anthony Discovani, I don't think is good, but he has been good. Dude, disc- so credit Disco, would you? I won't. Um, Disco, I'm gonna I'm gonna credit him for this start. I'm gonna go on my podium. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on my pedestal here. Anthony Discovani was a fine rat. He's a perfectly fine rat. He was not terrible. He was serviceable for the most part. He didn't pitch well last year, and the Giants bought low, and it's paying off. He's been fantastic this season. So credit to Disco. Thank you, Disco. We got him. Great trade. We traded Matt Latos, who was a cancer, literally a cancer. <laughs> um, we got him in that trade. I'm, I, I like Disco. I think Disco's a stand-up guy. Um, so You think they win the night? I hate – I'm going to be honest. I really hate the next two games for the Reds. Yep. Because it's it's Castillo who has struggled, and the Giants, they're, they're patient at the plate, and – so if they're like Castillo has got to be on, otherwise, I mean, well, he's been so bad this year. So I don't even know how like how this goes well. I'm gonna hope. I'm gonna say we lose because Dis- Disco's pitched well. 
And Castillo just I gotta see it first. I think he's gonna do I think he's gonna turn it around, but I have to see it to believe it. Because I think his stuff is there. Um I just can't right now it's just not I mean he's getting hit. Like he they, they are hitting they are teeing off on Luis Castillo. So I, I I can't pick them to win tonight, personally. I don't know. You think you think they win? I think they win. Um, I, they, I I just think the Giants are, are aren't as good as they are. I don't and, think so either. But I I don't know. I don't I don't buy Disclafani. We'll see what happens tonight. I predict a win. I predict we lose tomorrow, and I think we win again on Thursday. So I think it's going to be a perfectly five hundred team split. I think that's I, what it's going to happen tomorrow. I don't like our chances either. Um, I sound positive. Wade Miley on the mound. And Wade Miley's fine. I don't even think it's Wade Miley. Kevin Gossman, a former Red, has been outstanding. I mean, his numbers have been outstanding. I think last year he really found something. And I I was critical of the Giants for giving him $18 million, the qualifying offer, which was crazy to me. But, it's I mean, he's been great. So I think they lose tomorrow. But I do, I agree. I think Miley on the mound, Johnny Cueto, who, again, he's pitched well aside from one bad start. Yep. I believe against the Pirates. He had a no hitter against us he before he left. Before he got injured, I I like their chances on Thursday. I will say that I, I think they win. Then they play the Brewers at home. Yeah, this is this is the part of the schedule we need to win. I mean, it just is. It, we have, and we'll get to the division opponents here this in a is, second. This but. is reasonable. There's nothing we can't win. I would say. At home against the Brewers, I really like our chances. Okay. I really like our. This is Great American Ballpark. We've slugged at home. Slugged. I know they're good at pitching. I understand that. But they have zero offense. Yeah. Zero. They have no players. None. I mean they have I mean they have their best player is is right now because two guys are hurt. I, it's like Hira. Always oh, in he's down in triple A, they sent him down. <laughs> All right, like so then they have uh who's the guy who's Billy McKinney has played well. Yeah, I mean that's Billy McKinney. I know that uh Urias has played okay, I think. Urias has been okay, and then uh, Jackie Bradley hasn't been good. And no. The rest of their team hasn't been good. I think we actually win the series, and I think we actually go up a game on the Brewers, so I think we'll be ahead of the, Brewer, the Brewers by uh, the end of that series. Uh, yeah. I, the good news for the Reds in this case, and this is what I think a series that's – this is a, a series you highlight because – as of now, and I, I guess it could change, but I don't think it will because it's Friday. They, you're avoiding Burns and Woodruff, which is I think big. Woodruff's been amazing, and Burns was. I mean, he had like a, a the walk to strikeout um, record. Um, I agree. I think they win this series. I don't know how or why or what because Jeff Hoffman is pitching on Friday, but I think they win. I think they win two out of three against the Brewers. Like you said, their offense isn't very good. Um, I'm I'm confident that they can win that series. I think avoiding Burns and Woodruff is huge, and I think that is kind of will guide them to a to a win, a series win. And then after that, uh, sorry, I think it's the Nationals. Nationals on the road. Um, so we go to DC, and as as of now, looks like we are going to be facing Mad Max. Now, as it stands, it could change. Subject, subject to change. Yeah, and I don't like this. I, the Nationals are horrible, but unfortunately their offense is really good. Or at least Juan Soto is. And they got Turner. And- Trey Turner, Juan Soto. Uh, you know, I, I don't – Schwarbo has been good. I, I think I think we lose that series away. Uh, I, I don't know. I, there's something about Washington that it just gets me. I don't know. 
we'll see. Other than that, I, don't, I mean, there's not really a whole lot to say other in that series other than I'd like to win, but I don't think we will. So, yeah. I don't know. Other than that, this is the part of, of the schedule again. This is May 28th through the 30th. We have the Cubs in Wrigley. It's one that we're going to have to win. I mean, we have to we have to show we're better than the Cubs. I think we can, and we are better than the Cubs at every aspect of the game. Really? Yeah, I mean, our pitching is better than the Cubs. I don't think they're – I mean, Zach Davies. I, I refuse to buy you-know-who. I won't even say his name. So Hendricks is good. I disagree. His so, career is amazing. Yeah, well, we rock him. So, And after that, we play, we do, we play the Phillies at home. That's going to be a slugfest. I know that's going to be a slugfest. And then we have St. Louis at St. Louis, four games. We're going to lose that series. Milwaukee at home. And then Milwaukee we'll stop at Milwaukee at home. And I think we win that series again. So I'm so I'm predicting Wow. Yeah, like so that. I'm predicting two games in the last Milwaukee series. I'm predicting one game in St. Louis. I'm predicting two games in Philadelphia or versus Philadelphia. So that's five right there. I'm predicting two wins at Chicago, that's seven. I'm predicting one win in Washington, that's eight. I'm predicting two that's 10 against Milwaukee, and I'm predicting two more against the Giants. That would be 12 wins in one, two, three, four, five series. Okay. 12 wins in five series. So that would so you be. You think they're going to be really good? You think they're going to be really hot? Yeah, I do. I, I just think our offense right now is is, is going to beat other pitchers. I'm saying. I don't think a pitcher is able to figure out this offense yet. I guess so. Um, so I think they'll lose two out of the next three. Then they beat the Brewers in two out of three. There we go. Lose to the Nationals two out of three. There we go. See, Zach's nice. I guess beat the Cubs two out of three. Come on, because they have bad pit. They have bad starters. They're horrible. Unfortunately, though, I don't. I, I worry about their lineup. Uh, lose to the Phillies. I don't know why. <laughs> lose, They're good. The lose, Phillies are really good. Lose two out of three to the Phillies. Uh, bounce, lose. bounce back against St. Louis or no? We're dead. Split. There we go. I don't love it, but split. split's not bad. I don't love predicting the split because I don't know that. <laughs> and the Brewers, it's a little far out. I'd have to see if we face Woodruff or Burns. If there's no, if we only have to face yeah. Burns or Woodruff, I'll say we win the series. And we'll if be we re- face one of them. I think we lose. And we're going to be recording a podcast before I go on vacation. So that would be late May. So I'll be gone. Oh, actually, no. You're you're. What day are you leaving? I'm leaving the 27th. What day do you leave? 21st. Yeah, okay. So we'll record after the Giants series, the finale of the Giants, and we'll get that going, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so that's where we are. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank White Sox Dave for yeah. coming on the pod. Shout out White Sox Dave. Shout out White Sox Dave. And other than that, Zach. Should I say White Sox Dave? Should I say DJ play that shit or should I save it for him? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. In honor of White Sox Dave, DJ, play that shit. <laughs>